Welcome to the Small Baller Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who is very confident in his ability to make predictions. Brandon Siegel, how are you today? Uh, I'm fabulous. That was a good intro. I Recent weeks here, I, I've, I've done good at my predictions, so uh, stay tuned for my quick prediction today for another, I believe, uh, prediction that will definitely happen. Um, but uh, we, we had a very inner i don't know if we'd say good there was an interesting week in sports yeah i think it was just like strange i yeah. don't know a lot of weird stories I, lately and we'll get into them but it, it was truly i mean it was such an odd week but uh yeah i'm back in the studio today uh at the cooling center here at bgsu uh after my uh weekend trip to ohio state um of course as always we have our wonderful amazing producer max marco max I want. What's a fun fact? I need some. I need something from you. I need some energy. Fun, fun fact. Yeah, just huh. spit out <laughs> a fun fact. Put me on the spot. Putting you right on the spot. This was himself? not prepared. About anything. It could be about yourself. It could be about anything. I don't want it to be about myself because that's not fun. We just need. I need some energy from you. <laughs> yeah. Max. Uh, I haven't seen you in two weeks. It's been a while. Well, okay? you know, uh, I'm feeling good. Uh, feeling a little energized. I got to go into work in a little bit, but okay. That's cool with me. All right, no fun fact, but we know that Max is energized. And, of course, as always today, we have our wonderful studio audience. Um, there's a, it's a very large crowd today, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's a rather large crowd. So thank you, studio audience, for uh, being here. Um, so, Trevor, why don't you give us a rundown at uh, what we got today? So today we have uh, Chase Young and James Wiseman. We're going to be kind of continuing on with uh, those two stories. Then we got uh, a story where in the Mon- Monmouth and Kansas game, there was a Monmouth player who stole the ball uh, from the Kansas player in the final seconds and dunked the ball. We'll talk about that. That was interesting. Um, Austin Rivers really campaigning to get his dad, Doc Rivers, teed up in the final seconds of an NBA game. We got Carmelo Anthony to the Blazers. He's finally back on an NBA team. Colin Kaepernick with his um, recent workouts with uh, some NFL teams showing up then we got small talk trivia randomly ranked and our main topics today where we will be mainly focusing on college basketball college football and uh, finish it up with this whole miles garrett mason rudolph uh this fight this i don't know just weird weird stories going on again like i said earlier it was just such an odd week in sports like i can't remember a week where we've had just so many continuously weird stories happen yeah i mean from the monument, which we'll get into, and I'm, I'm going to leave a link of the uh, the video when we get there. But from I mean, Chase Young, James Wiseman, and Monmouth to Austin Rivers wanting his dad teed up, uh, the Kaepernick workout to I mean Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph. Their I don't even know what's a good word to describe whatever the heck that was. Uh, Just a skirmish, skirmish, I don't know. Like uh, a, a violent skirmish, a mess of uh, everything. I don't know. But uh, let's start it off today. We have Chase Young and James Wiseman. Both of them got uh, some rulings, I guess you could say. That's uh, the best way to describe it. Uh, the first one we have Chase Young, who was out for two games. It was last game, and then this upcoming game um, against, uh, I believe it's, is it Penn State? I think that I think Ohio, it's State. yeah, Ohio yeah, yeah. State's playing Penn State. Saturday. Yeah, so it was uh, Rutgers, and then Penn State. So he's in total. I think it's three games. Uh, he will be back for the Michigan game. Um, in my opinion, this is this is the whole thing stupid. He shouldn't have been suspended at all. Um, and we we will have more to say about Ohio State later. But uh, James Wiseman also. Uh, appealed, or I guess uh, got a restraining order uh, through some lawyers on his uh, ineligibility and now took it away, so they're trying to get him eligible again, but for now he is not playing, um, which in my opinion is also dumb. Um, and uh, as we talked about, we're not going to take very long on this. The NCAA sucks. I mean, that's just kind of the general consensus from from 
me at least, I'm pretty sure you share kind of a similar opinion. Um, the Chase Young thing is so it's just so upsetting to me. Chase Young's one of the best players in college football, if not the best player. Uh, I don't think he should be in the Heisman talks, but I truly think he is, if not the number one pick, a top three pick, and we're not going to be able to see him for two to three games, so that kind of sucks. Trevor, just a quick thought on this. Yeah, so just a quick uh, correction. He d- he is returning against Penn State, so I okay, think that's very good. Um, he missed two games that weren't really high stakes. Like, with or without him, they were going to obviously beat Maryland and Rutgers, so it's good that he's going to be playing in this big game because it's very crucial for their uh, this college football playoff race. So it's good to see that he's back for Ohio State. That's what all the fans wanted. He should be back on the field. He's a top prospect. And same thing with Wiseman. Um, so I'm hoping that... Now, they kind of changed um, what they initially wanted to do. They they initially had him playing, and it seemed like maybe they would just keep playing him. And now they kind of change that and say, no, never mind. We're going to keep him out um, for however long. I don't know how long he's going to be out, but hopefully that by complying with NCAA that they'll shorten the amount of games that Wiseman's out for as well, and he can be back by at least conference play, I'm hoping. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, uh, I'm always a big point. I mean, obviously, if they directly took a ton of money, then, you know, maybe that's not a good thing. But um, I'm always a big point of the best players, you know, playing. Uh, Moving on to the the Monomyth player. So uh, I'm going to leave a link in the description of the video of this so you guys can all see it if you haven't. Basically, Monomyth played Kansas, and they were down by, what was it, 55, I believe. I think it was 110 yes. to 55. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, Kansas was just dribbling out the clock, just whatever. They, they weren't running a play. And uh, number five on Monomyth, I think it was number five, uh, decided to steal the ball. with It was like with 20 seconds, then go down and dunk the ball. Now, again, there's 20 seconds left. They're down by 55. There's no way they're winning. So he goes down, dunks the ball, then taunts one of the Kansas players. Um, so what are your, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, it makes no sense, obviously, but what do you think about this? Yeah. So when I saw this, I just thought it was funny, honestly. I mean, they're down 55 points and this player, I I think he was just frustrated with the loss. I mean, getting blown out and maybe he was just trying to get some headlines, which he did. He, you know, he created headlines with this and I, I saw some people saying like, oh, this is bad sportsmanship because he, so he went and stole the ball, went and dunked it like right before the buzzer. Um, when they were dribbling out the clock. And then after he taunted the player and he said, I don't give a, you know, you could fill in the blank there. But mm-hmm. um, I, I think it was kind of funny and he seemed frustrated. I think with all the sportsmanship um, stuff, I actually disagree. I think it's okay if you're losing to do this. If you're winning, I think it's a different story. But if you're losing, I'm actually okay with it. What do you think, Brandon? Um, I don't like this at all. I'm actually going to disagree with you here. I what is the purpose of this? What are you doing this for? In my opinion, if I'm going to do something, there's a reason I'm doing that action, whether it's, I mean, something as simple as eating or walking. This makes no sense to me. I don't know why you're trying to, I mean, it just seems like you're trying to be uh, just a, a player who doesn't have sportsmanship. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know why he did it. Then he decides to taunt the player at the end. Like, bro, you're down by 53. You're going to lose by 53. Why are you taunting a Kansas player? So, to me, I... I, I think he showed a lack of sportsmanship here. Uh, I, if I was a coach for him, I would have been incredibly upset, um, and I would not have been happy in the slice, but he would be running a lot in practice the next day. Um, but let's move forward um, to Austin Rivers, which, again, just another weird thing. Uh, we'll leave a link in, of this in the description, too, um, right. in case uh, you guys haven't seen this. But basically, uh, the Rockets were playing the Clippers. Um, it was in Houston, and um, there was a, I guess there was— a timeout that Austin Rivers wanted back. He like kind of called a timeout or something like that. And then uh, Austin Rivers, who is on the uh, Rockets, is the son of Doc Rivers, who's the coach of the Clippers. 
Um, and it seemed like Rivers was like egging on saying he gave the T sign for like T is dead up. And then he was like waving him goodbye. I, this whole thing makes no sense. But you ever, you're, you're, Trevor, I'm going to take you, but let's take you back to a time. You're in rec basketball. Somehow you are not on your dad's team because that's how rec basketball works, correct? Your dad's coaching the other team. Okay. He's yelling and screaming. Okay. What do you do? Do you, do you wave him goodbye? Um, well, I want my team to win. So maybe, maybe I would do that. <laughs> I mean, if, if my team's winning and I'm like, this could give him a technical, which would hurt the other team, obviously, then yeah, I want to win the game. So yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought what Austin Rivers did was uh, funny here. Um, you know, Houston, the Rockets were winning this game and uh, Doc maybe might've been frustrated that they were losing and also frustrated with the call. So, I mean, I think it was kind of funny that Austin Rivers did this. It was probably all in good fun, obviously. So I like this. I like this. Yeah. I don't know. This is this. It was just ridiculous. I don't know why. Like, I wouldn't ever do this to my dad. I just wouldn't. Uh, no matter if he was coaching on my team or another team. I don't know. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Again, I don't know what he's trying to accomplish. Um, by doing this, and he said a statement after, like he said in an interview, he's like, "Oh, well, Thanksgiving's gonna be awkward this year." So I mean, it seems like to me, like he did this kind of for the the media attention, yeah, yeah. which he ended up getting. It's I mean, we're, we're fun, giving it I to think. him, so yeah. But uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, moving along to a more interesting thing, Carmelo Anthony signed to the Blazers. Now, I want to talk about this because of how the contract is structured. It's a hundred percent not guaranteed, and how it works is every day that Carmelo Anthony is on the Blazers, he gets $14,490. And I would like to say, Melo does de- definitely deserves to be on the team. Somehow every team he's been on has been like destroyed because he's a selfish player. Um, and uh, personally, I wouldn't want Melo on my team, but I do believe he's good enough to be in the NBA without a doubt. This deal is amazing. They could cut him at any time with no repercussions at all. So I love this deal. Props to the Blazers, like major, major props. And somehow getting a deal for... I mean, I don't know how how much how many days it would equate out to a million dollars, but like that's that's insane. This is this is such a great deal. What do you think about Melo being signed? Yeah, so I think it's great for the Blazers because they need another score. Um, Dame's playing out of his mind right now, but CJ is kind of struggling, so th- they do need another score, uh, kind of a wing guy. Obviously, they lost some of the ro- great role players they had uh, from this past season, so that's why the Blazers have been struggling. And uh, the front court hasn't worked out so well. Hassan, he's, he's kind of inconsistent. So I think this move's good for them. It, there is the potential that Melo could play a good role for this team. Um, but if he doesn't, it's you know it's it doesn't really matter because it's not like they're paying him a bunch of yeah, guaranteed right. money. So, yeah, I like it's it for the Blazers. It's completely not guaranteed. It was really a great deal by the Blazers. I mean, props to who? Who's their GM? Do you know who their GM is off the top of your head? Whoever their GM <sighs> is, just complete props to them. I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted at this deal. Um, but moving on to Colin Kaepernick, who... Um, is kind of a crazy story. We're going to keep this brief. Uh, we're not going to get political with this, but um, he finally did get a workout with NFL teams, and according to scouts, he looked good enough to start on a team. Uh, in my personal opinion, I have no clue how he's not on an NFL team. Um, I think what he said is right. The owners are scared to put him on a team. I think there's many starting quarterbacks. I mean, I mean not, probably not a majority, but there's definitely some starting quarterbacks in the NFL today who he is better than. Um, so it's shocking to me that he still, after three years, hasn't gotten a uh, a job in the NFL. But what, it seems like he looked really good. I mean, a lot of NFL execs said uh, his footwork was good, uh, uh, his arm strength is good. It seemed like a couple of his deep throws weren't the greatest, but overall he did look solid. So what do you think, Trevor, quickly to uh, wrap this up? Right. I mean, I think it's it's really weird because uh, initially he set up this workout with the NFL, um, and then it was supposed to be like at the, I think, the yeah. Falcons A lot facility. of weird stuff happened. And then he wanted to change it, so I guess he, he wanted it to be this high school thing, and he wanted his own receivers, and 
Um, there was like this. Uh, someone said that he didn't fill out this like liability that apparently all NFL players filled out. So there's a lot of like uh, different things and conflicting uh, opinions that I've seen out there. Stephen A. Smith was kind of coming out like criticizing Colin Kaepernick and others were criticizing Stephen A. saying that's not what this was. So I really don't know what to make of this. Um, I, you know, I think it's he said, she said, and whatever opinion you have on as far as the political stuff, you, you can have that. But as far as football, I think Colin Kaepernick should get a shot. Um, especially for teams like the Bengals, the Redskins, the Dolphins, who mm-hmm. just have bad quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, all, all of these teams have one or zero wins. So at least give him the opportunity to go out and compete with, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick or, you know, whoever it mm-hmm. is, a rookie, whoever they compete with, and give him a shot because I think he definitely has the talent. Um, he showed it when he was in the NFL, and he there's a good chance he still has that talent. So 100%. I say give him a shot. 100%. Good take there, Trevor. Um, so to conclude Small Talk today, we're going to go to Small Talk Trivia. Um, and this is the segment where we ask each other a trivia question. Uh, we keep a running scoreboard. At the moment, it is 14 to 14-12. Trevor is up. I think you've been winning for about half the game now. I think it's probably close to Because I think it was like 8-7 to seven when you went up. So it's probably been around half the game, give or take. Um, so, Trevor, I'll leave it up to you. Would you like to ask your question first or would you like me to ask mine? Um... I, I can ask mine first, I guess. Go ahead. Um, so mine has to do with the NBA. Okay. James Harden is averaging, uh, he's averaging, I think, like 39 points again, just putting up crazy numbers. He's been the scoring champ for the past two years now. And if he was the scoring champ again, he would. this would be three years in a row that James Harden would be the NBA scoring champ. So my question is, who is the last NBA player that won the scoring title three consecutive years? Hmm. It's a good question. I... I... As we know, uh, LeBron James is the best player of all time on this podcast. That's undisputed. Um, there's no one can say anything to me to, to change that. However, I don't think it's LeBron. I do not think LeBron did that three years straight. Um, my next person, you know, I'm just kind of going back, would be Kobe. But I also don't think Kobe did that for three years straight. Um, that's because there was overlap with, like, uh, like, I know Steve Nash had a really good year of one year um, uh, in overlap with LeBron. So I don't think it was Kobe either. Um, I think it could be Mike, but I don't know. Um, it could also be someone like a, a Kareem if we go farther back. Um, but I don't know. I, I think Mike might be the best guess, but I don't know if he had like three consistent great years because he stopped him in the middle. So maybe we won't go with Mike. I'm just trying to talk out my thought process here. <laughs> um, can, 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 can I get a clue? Get is it, is it a current player? <sighs> if, I, if I give that, I feel like it would help a lot. Personally, I feel like that would help a lot. I mean... You don't have to get If you think it's going to help too much, don't give it. I'll just say it's not Michael Jordan. How, how about that? That's, That's my right. hint. It's I didn't not think, him. I, I thought just because he had that breakage in between. Um, I'm going to go with Wilt Chamberlain. Okay. It is not Wilt Chamberlain. It is a current player. It's Ooh. Kevin Durant. Is it Kevin Durant? Oh, Kevin okay. Durant did it uh, Damn, three even... times in a row from, I think, the 09 to 2010 season all the way until the 11-12 season. I didn't so. think about Kevin Durant. Mm. Yep. Kevin all right. That Durant. was a good question. All right, so my question has to do with college football, um, specifically the Pac-12, um, which formerly was the Pac-10. So uh, what two schools joined the Pac-10 to make it the Pac-12 in 2010? Okay. So you're, you're naming two schools to get the full point. Okay, so I feel like I know this, but I'm going to try to like go through like my thought process yep. utah was in the um mountain west i believe um and they are now in the pac-12 so I th- i'm like pretty sure that's one and then colorado was in the big 12 at one point 
So it could definitely be those two. That's my initial, like, uh, just thinking about it. Obviously, teams like Cal, USC, Oregon, they were all they were always in the Pac-12 mm-hmm. or Pac-10. Washington, Washington State, all they always were. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's Utah and Colorado. That's, Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. That's correct. That was a good job getting that one. Uh, we also looked it up. There was two other teams that I'm surprised you didn't name. Arizona and Arizona State are not on that coastline, and they were mm-hmm. they also joined, a, I think, a little bit late. Live studio audience, uh, you, you're the one who helped me with this question. He's giving me a shaking head. So I, I think uh, when we looked it up, that they were also two later ones, but you did get this one correct, so that would be a point for today. So the scoreboard is now up 15 to 12. Awesome. Um, on the scoreboard there. Uh, but good job with that question. I, I really didn't think you would get that one, but uh, props to that one. Um, and you knew the, the conferences that both of them were in, too, because yes. uh, Colorado was in the Big 12 originally. Um, but uh, moving along here to uh, one of our fan favorite segments, Randomly Ranked. This is a segment, it's pretty self-explanatory, where we take a topic, um, and we, uh, a completely random topic, and we rank it. Um, so today is top three states that you haven't been to that you would like to visit. Um, and uh, I think this is an interesting topic. We thought of this a couple weeks ago. Um, so, Max, I'm not going to start with you today. We started with you last time, so I'm not going to start with you. Trevor, would you like me to start, or would you like to go first uh, for your time? Actually, you, you went first yeah. with questions, so I'll so go you first. Go first. Okay. Um, so my top three, um, backwards first, of course. Uh, number three, I'd say Hawaii. Hawaii is just a great place. I'm, I'm sure this is going to be a common theme. I don't know. Uh, Max, have you been to Hawaii? Have, have you been I to have Hawaii? never been to okay. Hawaii. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to guess you're going to say Hawaii. That's going to be my guess, and I'm sure you'll put Hawaii in yours. I know you haven't been to Hawaii. Um, so I, I think Hawaii will be a common theme. That is my prediction for today. Actually, it's not my quick prediction, but that's my prediction here. Uh, number two, I have Oregon, um, which I know seems like it's out of left field, but um, as many people know, uh, m- m- many of my good friends, I'm an enormous Nike fan, so I'd love to go to their headquarters. That is literally the only reason I want to go to Oregon. <laughs> uh, number one is New York. I love New York, and I've never been. Um, I don't think I'd like to live there, but I definitely would like to visit. There's a lot of sneaker stores there that I'd like to go to. I'd love to go to Central Park. Um, so uh, a lot of good stuff in New York for sure. Um, so Trevor, we'll give you a second. Max, what is your number one place that you would really like to, number one state you'd like to visit that you have not been to It, yet? it has to be in a, a, a United State? Yes, yes, one okay. of the states. It could be okay. a territory. I will allow a territory. Okay. I've, uh, I mean, like, there's not a lot of places in the in the United States that I actually, like, want to go that I've never been before. Have you been to California? I've never been to California. I have no I feel like desi- that's a good one. No desire. No desire. To to There's a lot no. of good stuff in California. No, no desire for Hawaii. That no, was my prediction. No, no desire for Hawaii. I'm not a big uh, hot, dry weather kind of guy. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll say I've actually I've always wanted to go to Chicago. Okay, so Illinois. And I've never been to Chicago. Chicago's, I I love Chicago. I've I've only been there once. Uh, I I know a member in our live studio audience, uh, I believe his name is Ben, uh, has been to Chicago a couple times. Uh, Chicago's a great city. Have you been to Chicago, Trevor? Yes, Yes. I've been to Chicago twice, and it's one of my favorite cities. It's it's really good. They they also have good sneaker stores. I, That's kind of how yeah. I evaluate my cities is by how good are the sneaker, <laughs> sneaker stores, stores there. I've heard I've heard good things about it. So good mm-hmm. sports city too. Yes, it is yes. a good sports city. Um, sure. Trevor, so what what are your top three uh, 
or states that you would like to go to that you have not been to? So I'm going to start it off with Massachusetts as my third state. Um, I'm a Patriots fan, so Mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons that would be a good state Mm -hmm. uh, to go to. One of these times I'm going to make Um, you explain why you're a Patriots fan on the podcast so everyone can hear. Spoiler, it's not a good reason. Let's just hear that. I think it's a pretty valid reason. No, it's not. It's a pretty valid reason. What is it? Let's state state the reason right right now. now? Okay. Why are you a Patriots fan? All right, so now maybe my parents actually might know better than me. I'd have to maybe ask him again, but I, but my recollection mm-hmm. is that in the 2004 AFC Championship, yep. they played the Steelers, and they beat the Steelers 41-27, to mm-hmm. and both my parents are Browns fans, so we don't like the Steelers. I didn't like the Steelers, yep. but I also couldn't be a Browns fan because, well, they were bad, and as a mm-hmm. five- to six-year-old kid, I didn't want to root for one of the worst teams in the NFL, so I said, this team beat the Steelers, mm-hmm. I'm going to choose this team to be my favorite team because... Yep. Mm-hmm. They beat the Steelers. So They're like it's like the hero. There's a term for that. Defeating the villain. Do, do you That's know what, what the I term is like for that? Did, Max, what is the term for <laughs> watching a team be good and then you start to I was, like that? I was six. I believe the term is bandwagon <laughs> fan. <laughs> I think you were right, Max. Like, that's a point. I'm adding a, I'm a point to the board. Max now has one point. Six years old. Max now has one point in small dog trivia. It is now 15 to 12 <laughs> to one. That is that is an official scoreboard. Uh, but continue with your next <laughs> All two. Right. All right. So number two, I'm going with Hawaii. As you mentioned, I would definitely like to visit Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, there's just so many reasons. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. Great. It's pretty obvious. It's an island. Um, Number one, California. Okay. It might be a boring answer, but there's so many different things yeah. that I would like to see in it's California. It's a good sports state, too, because there's yeah, a lot of different good high schools, state, a lot of good colleges. Great amusement park, great yeah. weather. Yeah. Um, so California, I agree with number that. one. I've been to California. That is why I have not did not put that up there, but I, I love California. It's, LA is great. Um, so moving on to our main topics. Um, first one, we're going to start in college basketball. Um, there's been a lot of upsets, Trevor. Don't you agree? Uh, yes. state, well, I mean, we've had Kentucky that has lost. Uh, both the Champions Classic games were upsets. In Michigan State and Kansas, um, we've had uh, who else has lost? I'm, I'm drawing like Memphis. Well, I yeah. guess that wasn't really an upset, but it was a big team losing. You mentioned Kentucky, right? Uh, yes, Kentucky. Kentucky lost to Evansville. Uh, Florida loss. lost. Yeah, Florida. Uh, which Florida would have been my they would have been my champion pick. At the they beginning were mine of the year. as well, yeah. and, and I'll not stick to it. Great. I will stick to it. I, I think they'll get their stuff together. Yeah, um, I think but so. uh, do you think this is just a season of parity? Like, do you, uh, what do you think about this season as a whole? Yeah. So far. So I think the season is definitely going to have a lot of upsets. And to me, I like that. I think it's going to be full of parity. There's no clear, like, number one team. Like, Kentucky just lost to Evansville, who finished eighth in their conference last year. Yeah. Uh, you know, Duke doesn't look great. They struggled to shoot the ball a little bit. Kansas, I mean, they have some problems. You got yep. Michigan State, who Josh Langford's hurt right now, and they yep. lost to Kentucky. So mm-hmm. it's. I wonder who called it, that also. It's really just like there's no great team. Everyone has their problems, everyone has their yep. flaws. And it's just going to be interesting to see develop. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I 100% agree. And I think this is why, in recent history, this will be one of the better college basketball seasons because there's not a clear team at the top. Even like tiers, like you look at college football, there's really tiers of teams. There's five or six teams that are better than the other teams. Yeah. But you look at college basketball, it's not like that. I mean, you look at Michigan State, who was the number one overall team at the start, and they haven't looked good at all against teams that aren't great. I mean, they, they lost to, uh, who did they lose to? Kentucky? They lost to Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. So, I mean, Kentucky's a good team, but it, they just haven't looked great. Um, and they are missing Josh Langford. Um, but I, I just want to point out, big call that they would lose one of their first 10 games. And I still, I'm with it, because they almost lost to Seton Hall, too. Um, right. So, I, this is going to be an exciting year based off the fact that there's not a team that's super high up top. And I think the NBA is semi similar in that aspect. There's kind of a tier of teams up top who are all similar. 
Um, right. Now, the Clippers might, you know, kind of go away once, you know, everyone's healthy. Um, and, you know, Paul George is coming. Well, he just, uh, I think he played he for his first game. And played yeah. well. And the Lakers are playing well right now, which I'm, you know, a big yes. fan. And I, I will be full, full up in front about this. I am a, a minor bandwagon Lakers fan just because okay. of LeBron. But if LeBron went anywhere, I would have been a fan for that team. Uh, yeah, yeah, at least I, I, I can come out and say it, right? I, I mean, I don't, I don't deny it. I don't deny it. I was six years old, though. I mean, I, that's a little bit different, you know. All right. Well, l- l- let's move on from this. Uh, Trevor, we're gonna kind of adjust this segment here. Give me your top prospect right now. Uh, my top prospect. It's so close because I feel like, honestly, it would be based on team need. I think the top, the pretty clear top three is James Wiseman, Cole Anthony, and Anthony Edwards. Now, who you would pick, I mean, I think it depends because Wiseman, he clearly has all the physical tools, but, like, he's not necessarily playing as great as I feel like Cole Anthony is. Like, Cole Anthony's just straight up balling, like, and pretty much every single game he's played so far. And Wiseman, it's kind of a little inconsistent, but he still has his physical tools. He's a seven-footer. Like, he's a unicorn. Anthony Edwards is, you know, uh, similarly to Cole Anthony, just playing really great right off the bat, efficient. So it's those top three. Um... I don't know who I would say. I think based on the play so far, maybe I'd go Cole Anthony, honestly. Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm just going to finish it off with a single name. You ready for this? You, you know who I'm going to say. Yeah, I know who you're going to say. Uh, the number one overall pick will be Cole Anthony. Moving along to college football, I'm going to kind of cycle through these a little bit quickly. Uh, the OU-Baylor game, Oklahoma-Baylor, was an insanely exciting game. Um, one for the ages, I truly believe. Oklahoma came back and won 34 to 31 after being down like 31 to 10. I think at a point in time it was 28 to three, yeah, um, or something like that. Uh, and this game was kind of crazy. Uh, of Oklahoma scoring like 17 or 24 of the last points there. Um, so I mean, it's quick thought on this game, Trevor. Um, real quick, you know what other team came back from a 28 to three deficit? Okay, <laughs> what team? <laughs> The Patriots. Yeah, okay. All right, continue. Let's All talk right. about the topic. All right, so anyway, um, I, I picked Oklahoma to win this game, and throughout mm. three quarters, I thought that I had basically – I it was because of me that now Oklahoma was going to lose because I had picked them because I have been picking all of the losers lately in quick predictions and just in general. Um, but Oklahoma, they made a great comeback. Jalen Hurts, after you know making some mistakes early, he really played well um, in the last – in the second half of the game. And Oklahoma just, you know, they really rallied together and they ended up winning that game. And it was tough for Baylor. Obviously, their um, undefeated season comes to an end. But, yeah, Oklahoma mm-hmm. looked good. All right. To finish up uh, our college football topics today, Trevor, um, who do you believe is the best team in college football? It, it's so tough because I said LSU last week. So uh, I think I want to stick with that. Okay. Um, but OSU, or Ohio State does look really good. So it's it's really tough. Um, there's part of me that's just like, man, oh. Ohio State always has trouble t- trouble against these SEC teams. Um, they've lost to LSU in a BCS national championship before. They've lost to Alabama a couple times. It's like I, I have an mm-hmm. instinct to like lean toward LSU here, um, but it's insanely close. If I had to pick, I'd go LSU, but mm-hmm. I really don't know for sure. Um, here, here's the thing about college football. I, you know, when we're at the stage now, we're in conference play, and you got to look at what teams have been the most dominant. Um, obviously, the SEC is the best conference. No one is well. If someone does dispute that, I don't know. That's not the smartest take. But the SEC is the best conference. Um, LSU has played great teams. Ohio State is not. However, Ohio State to me 
looks like they have two of the best players in college football, and Jalen or uh, uh, Justin Fields and Chase Young. Absolutely. Um, you have multiple prospects on both teams that are huge guys. Um, you look at LSU, the freshman Singletary, uh, number twenty-four, the cornerback, looks amazing. Um, and you have great players on both teams. However, I'm a strong believer. And this is not something that I want to say here. And this is not going to bring me happiness. Ohio State is the best team in college football right now. And I think it's a pretty easy answer. I think, to me, they look so dominant against bad teams. So dominant. You look at LSU. They just played Ole Miss, who is, is not great. Um, and they won by 21. It was like 50-something to 30-something. It was like 55 to 34, something like that. Um, maybe you correct me. 58-37, something like that. Um and, I mean, it's not that they didn't win. I mean, it's great that they won. But great teams blow out bad teams. You look at Ohio State. Ohio State dropped 70-something on Maryland. That's crazy. It's a Big Ten team. Like, that's just insane to me. Ohio State's the best team in college football right now. It pains me to say it, but it is true. Um, moving along to our final topic today, um, which is something that I definitely want to talk about, um, is going to be the Mason Rudolph and Miles Garrett fight. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give a couple of my thoughts here because Browns fans are annoying, and I, I have to say something about it. Miles um, Garrett assaulted someone on the football field okay he should be suspended for a very long time whether that's more than a year I don't know I don't know if that's my determination however let's not let Mason Rudolph slide in any way okay Mason Rudolph instigated that whole entire fight now I feel like we've learned when we were young very young that you just don't attack back and what Miles Garrett did was a literal assault like if he did that outside of football he would be arrested so in my opinion he got what's right. Mason Rudolph should have gotten some form of a suspension for sure. He was grabbing at his face, his uh, helmet when they were on the ground. Without a doubt, should have gotten um, some sort of suspension, even if it was just a, a you know two games, three games, which is still a decent amount. However, I do want to mention one thing. Uh, our live studio audience, we had a member uh, who also happens to be my roommate. His name is Ben O'Brien. I don't know if you guys have heard of him or heard of him on this podcast, but he told me something very interesting that I 100% agree with. Can we talk about how? He got hit in the head. Mason Rudolph got hit in the head with a helmet. And his head, like, bobbed. And he was fine. That's insane. Was he, though? He he seemed okay. I, I mean, like, no, judging how, you know, the NFL has treated concussions I, in their I past. I think there's, there's no way he's not concussed. That was the yeah. most insane thing. <laughs> but more of the story here is Miles Garrett got exactly what he wanted. Bronze fans, please stop being annoying. Please. Just five minutes. Just give me five minutes. He got suspended. He should have been suspended, without a doubt, for the whole year. Probably more. That was a literal assault on the football field. Trevor, what do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, Miles Garrett, I mean, there was no justification for what he did. No. Now, Mason Rudolph did start it, so he should have gotten suspended. I agree. I, I, he definitely um, should have. So that's that's wrong. That's what's wrong about this. I think all the Browns players that got suspended, I think, were should have been suspended. Mm-hmm. But Mason Rudolph also should have been suspended. He instigated the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He kept it going. I mean, and, and plus, like, th- that's definitely not smart for Mason Rudolph to try to pull the helmet off of a guy who probably has 100 pounds on you, clearly way stronger than him. I don't know what was going through Mason Rudolph's mind. That was not smart at all. And, like, allegedly, I'm not saying this is true at all, but a lot of people have come out on Twitter saying they went to high school with him and how he was, like, a big bully in high school, and this is kind of how he acts. Um so, uh, Miles Garrett, I mean, that's not a guy to pick a fight with. That was, oh, 100%. Uh, I would never pick a fight with him. It's interesting because Miles Garrett's pretty well known for being like a really nice guy. Like, he likes poetry and like animals and stuff. He volunteers a lot. So, it's, I mean, it's crazy that this happened. Um, I, I mean, whatever. The whole thing is just so wild to me. It shows that, like, this showed kind of the bad side of football. 
Like, can you imagine, like, a young fan watching this game as one of their first games, which that would be kind of weird, but it's, like, one of their first games watching football, and they see that. Like, right. this is not a good look for football. Um, but to wrap up the episode today, um, we're going to go through our quick predictions, as we always do. Trevor, give us a quick prediction for the week. All right, so my prediction is that Ohio State will beat Penn State by 10 points next Saturday. That is bold. I have them winning by at least three scores. Oh, okay. I, I will say 17. 17 will be my guess on that game. Uh, Ohio State's better than everyone by a lot. Penn State's not great. I haven't been impressed with Penn State from the start. I don't love Sean Clifford. Um, Moving to my quick prediction, I have the Ravens beating the Texans by 10 points. I think it'll be a close game, but um, when you have uh, probably the MVP on your team and Lamar Jackson, who looks just better than everyone on the football field, you're going to win the game. So I have the Ravens by 10. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. We appreciate all of your support. Uh, follow myself, Trevor, and, of course, Max on Twitter. And follow the Small Baller Podcast on Twitter at Small Baller Pod. Uh, we are now on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Spotify. Um, leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We really, really appreciate that. Uh, please tweet at us. Give us a comment. Subscribe. Do all that stuff. Do all of it. It, it only takes a second, and we really, really appreciate that. Um, but with that being said, thank you all so much for listening today. You get to say your Go Falcons, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. Go Falcons.